And now, Garrison Keeler for the SK Morton Amazon button. Orbicon. Anything else, Garrison? Amazon button. <laughs> Should they go to it? Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> no, no, I'm funny, trust me. <laughs> yeah, go to the Amazon button. Click on it. Robocon. <laughs> yes. That was with Rutger Howard, right? No, that was Robocop. Oh. Actually, I don't think that was Rutger Howard. He was in The Hitcher, which is a video, a DVD. You're right, it wasn't. You could you could actually download that from Go to Amazon. the Amazon button. In, do and Amazon Prime. Click on SK Morton and yeah. then pay extra. <laughs> no. It's, no, yeah. that's not how it works? No. Uh, no. But it's simple, right? It's very simple. It's you very have simple. an extra step. Right. You pre- go to That's really all it is. There's an extra step. Go to, don't go straight to Amazon. Enter Amazon via SK Morton. Oh, I like it. Very good, Garrison. Thank you. Webcon. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Featuring a bit of Americana, chit-chat, yik-yak, and flim-flam. Tonight, SK welcomes Zeke, and Zed, and Ted, and Fred, and good old Tennessee. And now, a little bit of ever-loving cuddlesome fluff. S.K. Morton. See what I did there? I lost all of my air on that. No, it was good. It was good. I don't suppose you know what that's from, do you? No, no. That whole thing is from the um, Country Bear Jamboree in Disneyland back oh, in the 70s. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. It did have a hee-haw feel to it. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's go around the room here. Greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Hi, guys. And another night in a bomb shelter. We're going to do it right this time. All right. Uh, Squidge, we good? We got our sound sound member. He seems a little down today. Senior member of the team. Sound engineer of utmost out of Quitchland, Squidge McSqueezy. Yay! Everyone's clapping. Everyone's clapping. Okay. We got our... Regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to me. And back again, apparently immune to Red Bull crack and binge-watching Entourage, he's the other side of my brain, <laughs> K.S. Notrom. Good evening, everyone. Yay. Is that loud enough? Um, Thank you. Rego just brought me a sandwich. So oh, okay. I'll be busy now, for a little while. We do have another... Person, we have a guest here. We teased a little bit on the last episode. <clears throat> I'm very excited about this, but I'm curious to see An what happens between guest. between Pete and our guest. He's a limey. Uh, he's a, <laughs> an arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He uh, well, actually, he was a lieutenant. The way they say it over across right, the right, pond. Right, right. He was a lieutenant in the Royal Navy. His, Her Majesty's Royal Navy. <laughs> Do you want to try it again? <laughs> he was. No. Let's just say hello to our guest. A fantastic artist in the Bay Area, according to a 7x7 magazines, the best visual artist in, in the Bay Area by what, 42%? It was something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Numbers are unimportant. Uh, <laughs> second place. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nigel Sussman. Yay. Thanks for having me on, SK. Attention seeker. Thank you very much for coming. Now, let's just get it all out of the way here first. 
Right. We didn't know. We had that big campaign, you know, during the seven by seven thing to give it. We didn't know you weren't a musician until it was too late. I feel like the categories were a little ambiguous. I, I think and, so too. Uh, I, I did looked up the other the the people I'm up against, and and Pete's music is awesome, but. Uh, I don't, oh, you actually heard me? I, I listened to it. I was like, "What? I need to find out what I'm up against here." See, uh, you got to know like, your nemesis for sure. Yeah. I don't know why I have never seen any of your art. Oh, I can well, tell. I, can I tell. know your weaknesses. Well, no, you know what? <laughs> I sing too beautifully. You're right. No, I, don't, I I should know my nemesis better. I should know. Well, I know a lot about Faulty Towers. I know a lot about <laughs> tea, high tea, as you call it. Indeed. I don't know a yes. lot about. Indeed. Uh, but I don't know a lot about your art. I should I should really... So what part of England are you from, Nigel? I'm hiding my accent okay, today yes. because the assimilate in, in San Francisco well, is important. But it is. No, I'm I'm from Maryland. Right. Uh, Nigel, just... Uh, I got that name. I, I'm not even sure how. When you but were it's, born? it's a British... British name. It is. All right. Uh, we're going to get... We're going to talk with you a little bit later, more in depth, but we're going to start off... We, we, this is what we do. We, we talk a little bit about San Francisco. Yeah. And we'd like you to jump in as well. I, I might have some interesting or uninteresting things to say. All right. Yeah. We okay. can't wait. We're on the edge of our seat. Yeah, there's a little oh. hostility in Pete's voice. Yeah, I know. No one talked to you. You know what's funny? <laughs> KS. This is, this is how Shantuan acts when Pete's around. I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Listen, just don't. You don't oh. play any instruments. It's obviously a very he competitive actually, he man. He does. He plays bass. Yeah. You play the bass? I do. Whatever. Plays it better than you. No, what way you like? better. What are you trying to be like Les Claypool I, or something? I was in a band for a long time that didn't work out. Ah, Funny ah, how that works. No, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your uh, visual art going there, Pete? <laughs> you know what? I actually, I, I have drawn things twice or three times. They, you'll they, never see it. Because, that's true. Because they're so, an artist, too. I didn't think about that. Because they'll, they're so beautiful. I can prove it now because you brain... recovered my one and only painting. Yeah. You should show Nigel your painting, though. Why would I show somebody with skill? Because that's good. It's good. Show it to him. Yeah, make Someone me feel better it. about myself. Nigel yeah. And I. There you go. Nigel and I. Nigel's been having a bad week. He wants <laughs> to. Had vulnerable. Oh, hey, I look at that. that. That's awesome. By sharing our art. That, that is, is a quality. That's quality. What? That's, that's high quality. Go Raiders. There you yeah, go. Thank you very See? much. Yeah. It is very nice. That's Greg Beekert, right? Rob Fredrickson. Rob Fredrickson, the other side. <laughs> So we are back into the swing of things for the season. One of our most popular bits, and by popular, I mean I like to do it, uh, is the animal obituaries. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Uh, and this is a KS favorite as well. Yeah, KS enjoys the animal obituaries. Now, has anyone heard that Lil Wayne died? That's not true. Yeah. on I think it was uh, the second week of October, Lil Wayne got hit by a car. A scourge on the face of art. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, really? I'm sorry, what? Lil Wayne was a duck. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> little ducky duck? Yeah, little, Lil nice. Wayne was a duck out in, uh, actually, he wasn't far from my neighborhood. He was uh, out in, um, near Japantown, somewhere between Japantown Fillmore? and near Richmond. Did he, die Fillmore, from, yeah. did he die from drinking lean? Well, no. Here, here's what's interesting. <laughs> and when I first heard it, you know, you have these... These guttural reactions. And then you stop to think. You go, wait a minute here. It was a hit and run. <laughs> Maybe it was only it's made wrong to look to laugh like an at accident. the death yeah. of a duck. But well, I, that's what I'm saying. That's how they really described funny. it. That's how they described it in the article that it was a hit and run. But then when they give the you know the actual details, the guy did stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he looked and went, oh, I hit a duck. And then he just kept <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah. Oh, it's not so a hit and run. It's a hit and never cared to begin with. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. What are the cops going to do? Exactly. I'm late so, for work. 
Well, the yeah. thing is, uh, this this guy Lil Wayne, he was owned by a lady. What was her name? Uh, well, oh no, I think he Maggie was not Gyllenhaal. owned. No, this is this. Here's, <laughs> you know what? Probably because this is this is what I'm getting at. He was not owned by anyone. In fact, he she had been had adopted. Said, you don't own a bird. You can live with one, but you don't own one. So she was known <laughs> as his caretaker. She referred to herself as his caretaker. Her name was is. Oh, that's right. I guess she's still around. She um, the cards. Her name is Miranda Coleman. She is the, it was his caretaker. She was so also, Samantha. she's the administrator of Lil Wayne the Duck's Facebook page as well. Ooh. Oh, she facilitates. She's got a social media presence. Exactly. Is... And if you go nice to. Nice pitching it... in, Nigel. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it's... Talented people are talking right now. Okay. I'm going to try to mess things up here a little bit. <laughs> Give you guys a run for your money. Miranda Coleman SK. is free now, I believe. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just going to say, isn't Nigel's voice so much more pleasant to listen to? It really than is. Pete's? Excuse it me. <laughs> I never really noticed, but Pete's kind of it's kind of nasally. I kind of want Nigel to read this in the in the uh, style of uh, who's the guy on Ira Nig- Glass? Uh, Glass. There we go. I would like you to to read this yeah, article like in the style of Ira na- Glass. Yeah. Well, not just that, but also the. The stunted versions. Oh, the, yeah. the stunted concert. <laughs> You're slipping into Irish guy. <laughs> I, Irish I love Wayne. A neighborhood duke. <laughs> I think that's Scottish 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 Scotland. Guy. You he cut off his from... head, take a soul. <laughs> anyway, I went to the Facebook page. Dip him in orange sauce. I went to the Facebook page for Ooh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne sounds delicious. I know, right? <laughs> Fry me up some Lil Wayne. I wonder if Miranda That's... Coleman's going to like this show. No, I don't, I don't think, think so is. at all. Well, how about Not this? Maybe this will help. Lil she Wayne does seem has... to be the kind of person who'd be in the throng, though. <laughs> She's got a GoFundMe campaign for Lil Wayne. Still? Yes. She's asking for donations to pay for his cremation. No. Yes, and urn. No. Now she... I could do both of those things for her for free. <laughs> yeah, the takeout box. <laughs> finger licking good anyway she needs 400 bucks for expenses there's the no she does not she would like 400 dollars. she does not need for 150 bucks for the private cremation <laughs> thank god because a public cremation i don't know if i can handle the tears oh you know it'd be awesome they ought to they should build a raft of like sticks and put <laughs> and Put Little Wayne on it and float him Push out. Push it out in the, in the in like the, lake. Yeah, and then like when he gets about 20 yards out, like a flaming arrow. Right. <laughs> arch it into his pyre, and then it would burn. Exactly. And, when it gets and we could others, all lift our swords in honor. When it gets to the other side of the lake, we all have a feast. <laughs> now, here's what I'm thinking about this. Instead of eating him, because I thought. Oh, that'd be insensitive. Would it? Isn't it like. It'd be delicious. Insensitive and delicious. I mean, but what about this? A carved wooden duck urn. Now, hold on a second here. This made me think of the columbarium. Who makes those? <laughs> the, uh, has anyone here been you to know, the columbarium? No, Out off of Geary? No. Every Who day. was that with at the columbarium? Oh, it was what is a columbarium? Babette. It's at the end of a residential cul-de-sac. There's this giant building that houses urns. You've never, I've never told this story? We had a, you oh, have no, told I have. this story. You guys don't listen. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> Oh, a columbarium, of course. The columbarium. We is, all know a columbarium. It's out in the inner Richmond, and it's, well, I guess the biggest name in there is that Carlos Santana's parents are in there. But if you go in there, you can tour it, and people <laughs> will put themselves in different types of urns. There's one guy, he put himself in a Chinese takeout box. 
That's cool. That was awesome. I like so there's that, all these yeah. people with different ways, and they, and you put them in the and you can walk through. You put they put in their little nooks, and there's windows, and you can see through. And whatever the people like, they decorate their little area with what they're interested in. And they when they die, they put the urn in there. And I'm thinking, yeah, why serve the earth anymore? Yeah. After Maybe we support this. Maybe we support Let's just... the GoFundMe campaign, but up the ante a little because it's going to be around five thousand bucks. What would be on the outside of the wooden car? What's going to be five thousand dollars? I want to get. Lil Wayne put into the columbarium. Why would that be $5,000? Because it costs $5,000 for a nook at the columbarium. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's different. They go down as low as, I think, 1200 5000 is around the average, and some of them, the big ones, are, I think, 10000 My nook is cheaper than <laughs> There's one other thing on the Facebook page. There's also a friend. Lil Wayne had a friend parrot, and he's been lost. His name is Kiwi. He's four years old, <laughs> and he flew off the balcony of a seventh floor building in downtown the other day and he's been lost i was around 10 30 p.m he was lost at all i think he knows it's as we've it's as we looked around on the streets but no sign of him we're trying to get some rest before we start looking for him again at dawn Uh, so people are looking for kiwi the parrot these caretakers need to take a rest yeah what is going on they're not really caretakers very well (laughs) they're horrible characters right she was texting while little wayne got traffic she probably was texting she was probably like uh pokemon going while Lil Wayne was just running out into the I street. don't think that she would be involved in something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne wore diapers in the, around the house. Did he? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, I, let me ask you this, Nigel. What's your take on all this? <laughs> the Far East. In Berkeley. Because that's what they call England anyway, the Far East. I mean, a, a duck as a pet doesn't seem particular. Oh, it's not a pet. A duck as a roommate seems particularly... It's kind of un... It's a roommate. Unpractical. I mean, it's. Do you have pets? We have, I have a cat. She's yeah. a. Do, but do you have her or do you live with her? A cat doesn't. It, nobody has a cat. That's yeah. the cat right. does what it wants. Right. Do you ever take the cat <laughs> out? A little bit like an intruder. Every once in a while, you wake up and he's staring at you. <laughs> do you ever take the cat out for walks while you Pokemon Go? The cat does not wear a diaper. I don't take it for walks. Right. So you're saying you're an irresponsible. Not caretaker. much of a caretaker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you sing to it ever? I mean, come I, on. Uh, I do sing to the cat. Wow. What do you sing? This is this is for is all it, of you. Is it Tom is... Jones? <laughs> is it Lil Wayne songs? <laughs> cat Stevens. No, oh, that's pretty good. Did he turn Wait. back? I don't know because I <laughs> Did no, he turn back. No, he turn turned back? into a dog. Uh, <laughs> it didn't no. take. No, because I somewhere recently it was. I yeah, heard he an advertisement for some kind of a uh, a concert or benefit or whatever, and they were given the lineup, and they said Cat Stevens. Oh, so he went back to the Cat Stevens name. Only for probably for show purposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm you sure know, he I still didn't ran out no of money. Because yeah. no one's going to come see a Yousef or a Nigel or people like that. No one, those have the type of names nobody really... It's kind of played, Pete. Yeah, I know. My songs are. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Suddenly we've been transported to fifth grade. <laughs> Okay, what's next? I know you are, but what am I? Oh, what other animals died? No, listen, listen. I've had a long day. I'm rubber your glue, whatever you say. Patrick Swift, being six to you. There's another animal, but he didn't die this time. Now we're going the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just now he can drink. Home. Yes, Claude the alligator turned 21 last month. They fill his tank with beer in celebration. No, they did not do that. I think Claude's a little off. He's the albino alligator at the Academy of Sciences. Um, albinos. Yeah, they don't have good eyesight. They're um, seems like a generalized blanket statement. Well, here's it's they say they say in the it's animal kingdom racist. as well as I'm with just humans. Saying it's a little racist. As I'm well. not saying it's wrong. SK is an albinoist. 
You're an albino. Oh, You're albinophobic. Those albinos, man. You know how they are. It's closed-minded, man. Can't yeah. drive. They're horrible drivers. <laughs> they all carry knives. Right. They're great at math. <laughs> On the bright side, they're made of candy. No. <laughs> I thought it was marshmallow. <laughs> you know what Claude's wife's name was? Mm-mm. Bonnie. Bonnie and Claude. All right. Now, she is not. That's true. She's not an albino. What she is is a uh, harpy. Albino lover? <laughs> no, because she bit off. Here's the, this is where I bring up the a albino lover and the, the lack of eyesight. He, You know that rock in the in the alligator pit at the Steinhardt? Well, she was no, on No, the Steinhardt's been gone Wait, for why years. Did Nigel, why did you shake your head? Do you no, actually acknowledgement. know that? Yeah. <laughs> he knows. But were you just I know exactly what better? you're talking or about. Or have you yeah. been oh. to, the, to the alligator rock multiple times? Absolutely. Oh, man. I'm so, I'm so, you've, I'm you've so uncultured. This, you've I'm never so been over there? You've never no. been to the Academy of I've Sciences? I've never been on an S.K. Morton Lousy San Francisco walking tour either. That's true. I don't, I don't, I don't like Pete's tone. You know, he's, he's he messing everything up. I was he's, born with this. He's been... <laughs> or was it Maybelline? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, okay. All right. We'll let him go with that one. The, anyway, that little rock that we all know that they sit on, she was... Bonnie was sitting on it. He didn't see her. Mm-hmm. He climbed up, bumped into her. She turned around and bit off one of his claw, one of his fingers, or really, something. little thing like that. So they had to separate them for a while. Claude always says, "Oh, I didn't see whatever." That's yeah. how he hit the duck. Nice. Thank you, Nigel. Is it called? Yeah, it was all right. I'm so tired. <laughs> how do you think I feel? <laughs> Okay, so that was our bits for the. Uh, we got Lil Wayne and we got um, Claude, the, the the fingerless albino. albino but he's doing dinosaur. okay. He's twenty one. Yeah, he's twenty one, which is a lot longer than they thought he was going to last because an albino isn't supposed to last that long in the wild. Okay, one last bit here. You know how we talk about the closer, close business closures. Yeah, of course. Well, have you heard of legacy businesses? No one here has heard of the legacy businesses we had this summer. Not even up? Nigel. No. Is that they like a fun. new designation now? It's a or? new designation. It's like the cousin. Yeah. Oh, it's like face. the cousin to a historical. It means it, it, it's like a category where the city could say you can't take this away from us too. Well, no, it's not quite that. That would be some, an historical landmark that you can't. No, I mean, change. like, had this been in place, we could have saved the giant pot stickers at Ulysses. That kind of thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God, I wish he'd leave that microphone alone. He's been checking it. <laughs> I'm a moving or Chew some gum shaker. or something. This, <laughs> uh, legacy, legacy businesses, you have to be a business in business for 30 years. Legacy. Because I was thinking there was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of businesses that aren't on there. The old Shamrock isn't on there. The saloon isn't on there. It's more racist. Grubsteak isn't on there. Grubsteak hasn't been there for 30 years? That's, That's what I'm saying. It's not there. on the list. What I'm saying is it has to have been there. Oh no, for it's 30 been there years. 30 years. It just they didn't. Well, the owners changed, right? Doesn't yeah, that? Yeah. Doesn't yeah, that... but it's still. It, I mean, the, it's still a landmark for all of the patrons, you, right? Do you just automatically get on this list, or do no. they have to apply for? Yeah, you have to apply, and they only picked nine of them so far. They didn't. I don't know when they're going to be picking some more, somebody, but the first class. Somebody should get Bill's joint on there. I don't want Grub them to get. Also, by the way, Grubsteak is not necessarily a destination place. Doesn't it have to be? No, more it's of a, a neighborhood place. But well, it's wait a, till you hear this uh, list. No, it's right next to Regency. That's why people go there. It's right next to Regency. No, people go there because it's open late. Yeah, it's open. Great, right, right, exactly. Yeah. People go there because it's because it's open. Right. And there's not much else. 
They have amazing food. I like the place. Out of necessity. All I'm saying is, right. I don't think legacy places have to be good. They have to be, well, I don't know anything about it. I don't know what you do at 4 o'clock in the morning. What you're after is stuff that contributes to the personality of the neighborhood not getting taken away. Yes. I actually don't particularly love grub steak. But it still made me mad (sighs) when I heard it was going to go away. Right. Yeah. Well, at this point now, it's kind of up in the air. It looks like they are going to build around it. They were going to keep Grub Steak as a restaurant in the new building, and they were going to have that section designated. But if it's just going to be all brand new, right. it's, it's not a good enough restaurant to uh, right. Uh, half the, half the fun of it is the going train car the train deal car, and, so. the, and the counter from the movie and all that stuff. I don't know. I Just by, by going by it and looking, it looks like now they're building around it. So the, the train car may stay. But there was others I thought maybe it's not on the list like a Bills because maybe they own the building. What it's about is not letting the landlords jack up the rent. It's not even about not letting them. Not wanting the jack landlords. Jack landlord. <laughs> he was fantastic on a Y5. And he's English too. Um, the landlords to jack up the rent and then force them out. So what they have is they have incentives. Oh, goodness. Here we go again with a Patreon. The le- coming. <laughs> At the $500 level. Oh, last week was so... Did you hear last week's episode, Nigel, by the way? I, I heard some of it. I tuned out a little bit. That's pretty yeah. awful, wasn't it? I'm sorry for that. You get an annual grant of $500 per employee with a cap of 100 employees. So if you have 10 employees, it's $5,000 that you get a grant to the business so they can afford to pay rent with it. Also, the property owners who extend a 10-year or longer lease to those legacy businesses, they get a grant of $4.50 per square foot. So that's what they're trying to do. It's not a thing where you cannot do it, but they're trying to like, hey, this could, here, we'll give you money if you now, if you don't you kick them out. Well, here's what you got to do. One, Bill's Place. Two, Freddy's Sandwiches. I don't want them to go away either. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Freddy's has been there 30 years. It's been there a long time. Although, listen to this. These are the first nine, the freshman class of the legacy businesses. Uh, Two Jacks, Nick's Place. That's in the in the hate. Have you ever been there? Hey, no. I try to stay away from hippies. Yeah. It's it's owned by a um, black family, so I guess you're racist. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an albino alligator. Uh, there's also Presida Eyes Muralist Association. Well, thank God for that. Nice. So they've been around since 77. They're in the mission, of course. Pacific Cafe on Geary, that's the one where if you have to stand in line, you get a free drink. Why would you say, of course? <laughs> of course. As you well know. It since, sounds Mexican. Since 1974. <laughs> uh, there's uh, the Lone Star Saloon in Soma. You know about that one, Pete? You ever performed that? I've, I've gone by it. I've yeah. never. Uh, they've been around only since 89. Well, they're thirty they're getting, years. Trying to do the math on that. I don't that's, think that's no, thirty years. No, I think it's only twenty-seven years. years. Yeah, but they they made it. Um, and then Gilman's Kitchens and Baths in nineteen fifty-four. They used to be just a, a hardware store. Now they have the kitchen and bath thing like that. So it's not just restaurants. Right. There's the community boards, which is a nonprofit that does negotiations, like um, arbitration stuff. They've been around since seventy-six. And then uh, there's a jeweler in North Beach on uh, Grant Mascherini Creative Design and Metalworks. They've been around for 60 years, so they wow. got it. Yeah, well, this is long overdue. Yeah. Now know. there's two left. There's Toy Boat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rico, out the Richmond. Rico loves Toy Boat. Everyone loves Toy Boat. Toy Boat's good, so they're still around. And Specs, Specs 12 Adler Museum oh, Cafe. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah, that's been around since '68. Tony Long, our newspaper guy, oh, he yeah. actually did an article about them a few years back, and he's down there all the time. And there's all sorts. They're the only union bartenders in the I, city. You know oh, yeah. what? I w- I, has the Fillmore been around for more than 30 years? That should yeah. be yeah. protected. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we I need think- more. We need more small 
musical. I think the Fillmore is owned by the Bill Graham, whatever his company okay. was. Right. So. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, I think even Live Nation has stepped in there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a little tidbit of trivia. SK's father was an usher at the Warfield. Yeah. In like 1955. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a trivia. Said he saw Frank Sinatra there. You're married, right? I am. Now, I don't want to, if I say anything offensive, you let me know, okay? Okay. Well, How fat is your wife? <laughs> she's not fat at all. Okay, well then you don't have a she's problem, gonna, right? She might be listening to this later. So yeah, I'm, yeah, no, she's, yeah. I'm sure she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. So you were curious. Is Does Bridal Fitness Coach really exist is what you asked. So you haven't seen the billboards? Uh, no, I haven't oh, seen those. Okay. Well, as you can see here with this advertisement I'm showing you here, it says, Hello, ladies. My name's Tammy Fox, and I want to be your private personal trainer. Do you desire or need? So you may not desire it. But you just but need, someone looks at you like, goes, you, you need, need that. Yeah. Exactly. The exclusivity. It's a subtle hint. Exactly. Yeah. There's the exclusivity of training in the comfort and privacy of your own home. If so, then in-home personal training is for you. It says, I'm, you I'm, I'm sold. Okay. <laughs> she will provide you with exclusive and discreet service. So say you're a drug addict. <laughs> what she's saying here is she can help out the brides. And that's what we have with the bridal fitness coach. She's not just trying to get them to lose weight for the dress for that one day. She's trying to change their whole lifestyle. Well, your whole life is going to change. The whole life is going to change. Yeah. You're getting married. That yeah. part's going to change. Why not Everything. the flat? Why not yeah. make the whole thing change, right? So you give her a call. She can provide you with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and budget. And now she also does training at a gym, but not like a 24-hour fitness where there's all sorts of people around there. And not one of those gold gyms where it's a meat market and everyone. It's a private trainers-only gym. Or she even does it over the internet using FaceTime and Skype. Okay. Yeah. And you kind of strategically hold the camera so she can't really see it's the, exactly the bad parts. <laughs> Why are you being so quiet over there? I didn't think I was involved in this. Well, you can be. You can oh, throw in your little... Uh... Yeah, I'm with Nigel. I just turn the camera away. <laughs> yep, that's... Urgh, 10. Yeah, that's 10 <laughs> but the other thing is, she's not just doing for the brides. You know who uh, else she'll train? Any fat people? Uh, brides, all the bridesmaids? The bridesmaids. Are they fat too? They are. Oh, they're huge. You know what? They're the kind of... Where when they lose the weight, you go, oh... Your face wasn't that pretty after all. It was that. It's you know. It's that time. She'll train those. The ones who Trump just really finds disgusting, <laughs> just repulsive. What about the hefty groom? <laughs> the word is mighty. <laughs> it's the mighty groom. She'll she'll train the grooms too. In fact, it's a good idea to bring the groom because around the gym, it's all parallel parking. So you want to have the guy there to do that anyway. You're so on Facetime. He's gonna have to fix the Wi-Fi for you like twenty-five times. <laughs> so here's what you do. Would you like a free consultation? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sound, I mean, is there, it's got to be a catch of some sort. No catch. You go, you take the training, you lose weight, you feel better, you have a better lifestyle, you're eating right. I'm running out of little dots with my, with my yeah. pointing in the air here. And you just pay the amount of money that uh, you mean, feel you're like. You're already paying that <laughs> A whole bunch of money for the wedding and for that dress. Exactly. You this got to look right. Yeah. You'd be paying a fraction of everything else, and that's going to be the thing. Everyone's going to see the pictures. That's the only one that you have a long-term benefit from, too. Exactly. The other wow. stuff all just 
You should write for Is this just coming this. right off your dome? <laughs> yeah. Is there something falling falling off there? J- Dandruff. I, it's, it's written on the page, but nobody ever reads that. You're getting it straight off. So what you do is you go to bridalfitnesscoach.com. You can schedule an appointment there, or you can call 415-317-6827. What's that number again? That's 415-317-6827. Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. Or make a commitment, governor. (laughs) (laughs) Can we hear him okay? Is he all? He sounds like he's underwater somewhere, you know. Now we've come to the part everyone wants. Anyway, the end. (laughs) (laughs) Which is to have a little discussion with our friend, artist, Nigel Sussman. Who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? People that you meet each day. All right. Here we are. Oh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, he does have a good voice. I like. Yeah, it. he does. So, Nigel, I'm looking at Nigel Sussman's Facebook page right now. Oh, no, you're not. You're on Tinder. Was, we all know it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, and the, and I can see on his Facebook page and down a little bit on his Facebook page, you can see a seven by seven dot com. You know, vote for your favorite shops, restaurants, uh-huh. and workouts, and more. Uh, yep, I I, uh, I I posted about that to try to get some votes. He did. All right, Pete. When you have something clever, you can chime in, okay? You know what? <laughs> yes, I do. You know what? He always says that and never has anything to say afterward. You know what? Because I don't need to explain myself. How's that sound? Right? <laughs> anyway, talk to the Englishman, please. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk with Nigel. We're going to start at the beginning, right? First, the earth cools. Then Nigel yeah. Sussman is born, and he was born in Maryland. I was born in New Hampshire, but I've lived oh, most of my life shoot. in Maryland. I'd just say that I'm from Maryland. I see. When did you move to Maryland? Um, when I was four or five or something, as uh-huh. long as I can remember. You were in Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Do you, you miss it back there? Do you miss the back east? Uh, I visit my parents, still live that. Yeah. Still live there. I visit them almost every year. You don't love your parents? I love, I love them Enough. Yes. Yeah you, yeah, you you love them enough to stay in the will, is what you're saying. Yeah, I got you got to do the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nature dictates there be a bond. <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful it out is. there. It's so yeah. green out there. Yeah. I, what amazes me is on the side of the highway. It's just covered in green trees on each side of the highway, always. The, the trees change color, too, which is uh, there. Not always green, which is something we don't get here. The, Nigel, uh, don't ever contradict me. A little bit of season. Where'd you get this guy? I don't know. Pete, do you have anything to say? (laughs) All I hear is blah, 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 crumpet, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Okay, so he's in Maryland. God God save the queen. Did did you? All right. You know, that was my fault. That was my fault. Did you? Were you like always drawing as a kid? Yeah, for sure. That was what it was going to be. Everyone knew that you were going to be. I mean, I've always thought so. Actually, I thought about doing architecture. Oh, really? And then when I learned a little fir- closer to the time, I learned that it took longer. Yeah, it takes and forever. And so you have to do a, there's an extra year in there, and you have to do yeah. extra, extra math and stuff. And it kind of... Do you not enjoy the math? I enjoy it, but I'm not good at it as well, much. Where'd you hit the wall? Like at what level? Geometry, you know, oh, trig? Right. Ge- or... Geometry is is awesome yeah because there's so, there's some visual elements oh, yeah, to it, yeah. so i can get i can grasp that but when it starts getting abstract 
the letters that don't mm-hmm. me- that mean something that they don't really mean. You know, that's and not how it works. No, I might be able to fix it for you. Oh, you. maybe maybe I just need this a, one little. Yeah, little those letters are just a placeholder. It's not like a code or anything like that. They're just it's a placeholder. A, it sounds like a out. secret code. Okay, well there you go. The Enigma machine. <laughs> Too busy drawing in the margins of the textbook. Right. And, hey, yeah. what did you do? Well, I'm assuming here. Did you have like a a few things that you would draw over and over again? That was just sort of like relaxing to draw them. Yeah, I think every artist has their default kind of things they go to, and. Uh, Mine are probably like sandwiches. Really? Yeah. No I used kidding. to draw the Enterprise over and over again. Okay. I can draw my gun faster than an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Pete. But now go back to sleep. Yeah. Anyway, so I I I, I was really drawn to your stuff when I saw it, and a lot of it has I like um art art that uh, architecture in it, and um, also well you know what, and I really like theme park maps and i think you put together mechanical drawing with architecture and theme park maps and it's right right in your wheelhouse oh yeah i love illustrated maps and yeah yeah thank you that's that's a compliment oh sure i'm yeah. sorry i didn't mean to do that yeah, it's, yeah i always uh people ask me what influences would be and what i think uh-huh. art comes i always quote martin hanford the guy who did where's waldo oh yeah and, yeah uh, i see that and, now uh, yeah and the original sim city video games yeah when i uh he brought us some uh stickers with the an image on there and when i looked at that i was thinking where's waldo meets mc escher yeah like oh, MC escher. escher yeah some, escher's one of my favorites rube goldberg too oh sure. yeah Did you know rube goldberg owned a brothel here in san francisco really yeah on commercial street it was all brothels and he didn't he wasn't like a he wasn't like running the brothel i think he just oh, was the landlord he just yeah. worked it. there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he actually had, his house was down on uh golf golf okay. and around I didn't, I didn't even know he lived in san yeah, francisco he That's lived in a house around golf and grove i think it was but he had that property in chinatown on commercial street that was a brothel okay yeah cool fact check everything that sk tells fact you check nothing just accept he, it he makes up a lot of that stuff that's pretty convincing right that's oh. really his thing is here's, he just says no. it convincingly here's the thing people, nigel is a simple enough man if you tell him any facts he'll believe it you know, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> you know pete you know i was kind of hoping that you know the whole you guys being nemesis <laughs> thing would right, dissolve and by the end of the podcast you guys would be fast friends yeah it's not gonna happen pete's just getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> yeah, no this is Right. You know, here's here's what it is. I don't know if you guys feel this too, but I feel like there's almost like a distance between us, and it keeps getting stronger (laughs) and stronger. That was a good one. All right. Stop interrupting. Yes. Back to Nigel. Back to Nigel. So he's (laughs) in his chair. So what we know about Nigel now is that he failed out of elementary school because he couldn't pay attention in math class, and he likes people in New Hampshire over people in Maryland. Do I have that right? The general okay, yeah. yeah. So now, what about your parents? Were they supportive of the art? Oh yeah, they're very, very supportive. They're awesome parents. They, they pay his rent is, to this day. My dad's a musician. So oh yeah, yeah. So they kind of uh, any sort of arts is a okay. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I I, I well, did play music for a long time, even in San Francisco, um, as in a band, but that made a. Made it hard to do the visual, but so I, I've I've switched focuses, and uh, so far that was a good choice. Yeah. Oh, deep cuts. This is, is Nigel. Who's yeah, playing this? this totally bass. is. Yeah. And I did, and there's the album cover that I did for this too, which is so that's where that's where the, the 
things crossed. This was four, five years ago, four years ago, maybe even longer. Yeah. Six years. I got to say, it, it, this stuff, I don't want to use the word odd in a negative way. It is 100% odd. But it's, there's something that's, you know what it's like? I can't think of anything. So I was going to say Eminem. When I first, it, it's, you haven't heard it before. I know what you're saying. What you're saying is you can't not listen. Yeah, it pulls you in. I don't mean it in like a train wreck way. I mean it pulls you in like, no, oh, I want to hear more. I want to hear more. It's, you don't know how to call it, but whatever it is, is fascinating. I think that's what why we never got anywhere with it. It's almost impossible to categorize. I don't know what you would call that. There's, I'm trying to find. It's there too was, vocal for ambient, but it yeah. feels kind of ambient. There's yeah. a lot of weird melding. But so it's not really any one thing. Yeah. I think the key thing is that Nigel can do anything Pete can do. <laughs> but Pete can't do the visual that's art right stuff. <laughs> you know what? That's I'm gonna take absolutely that. correct. That's absolutely correct. Except drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll take my vote back. I should call seven by seven. <laughs> <laughs> No, I swear to God, honestly, I mean, someone, I am not a famous person, you know what I mean? Like, I am not nearly as beloved, I am not as beloved as Nigel W. Sussman is. It's, it's all cool, Pete, you, you can, it, it's yours. What he's trying to say, Pete, is, Pete, your little art is good, too. <laughs> he's not trying to trivialize your little life. <laughs> all right, let's get... I was hoping to surprise you with that a little later. Yeah, but, no, but, that's uh, fun. You dug up some as a people. Yeah, I, I, I haven't yeah. seen that for uh, listened to this in a while. I've kind of moved on. <laughs> well, I, well how, <laughs> since we're since we're here, um, uh, as a people, what is there some significance to it? The name, um, uh, it's the the singer and the drummer started the band and came up with the name, and then I joined. Do they think they're better than everybody else? I think it it's like, supposed to be about being all-inclusive. Sounds more like Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, you know, kicking out Ace and, and Peter Chris, Something like that. Well, it's, we, this Kiss what? trivia? I'm not good. All right, okay. He's a young man. I, 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 can I ask how old are you? I'm 33. Oh, he's right in the middle. No, Is that a millennial? Is 33 a millennial? You know, I'm not. Do the, where the numbers, where does it start and stop? I don't know. According to Google, millennials are defined as those born in 1982 and approximately the 20 years thereafter. Okay. You just barely made the cut then. Yeah, you just right. barely made the cut. Does it also say what's the best way to hunt and dress them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does, as a matter of fact. We're going to put that out on the, on the show notes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay, so what we got here is Nigel's in Maryland. His parents are supportive of his art. He's good. Did you take a, um, your electives when you were in high school? Uh, yeah, yeah. Focusing Focused on, that. on on art, and I had supportive art teachers in those right in the, that time as well. So that also helped keeping me focused. Yeah. Now you're able to support yourself as an artist. Yes. Were your teachers and the other adults in your life when you were young? Did they see that in you? Like, oh, this guy is someone who can actually do this. I mean, they were wise enough to never promise that. Oh, uh -huh, yeah. The starving artist. Right, there's, a, yeah. there's a there's a stereotype for a reason. Right. Right. And a lot of us barely squeak by. Yeah. Um, I did go to college for illustration and, and art, but 
right out of school, I did advertising. Oh, yeah. That's and a that way pays, to make that money. That pays yeah. the bills. Yeah. It's semi-creative. Yeah. But it pays the bills and sort of satiates that creative need a little bit. But it's only been the last couple of years that I've stopped doing that mm-hmm. and uh, focused full-time on my own work. But there was a long overlap where I was doing my own work in my quote-unquote free time. Right. How much of your stuff made its way into the the advertising, the marketing stuff that you were doing where you can look at it and go, yeah, that's Nigel's. Try to squeak something in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely, any opportunity, I would do little illustrations when they were lacking some kind of provided art or something. Uh But it had to be, had to look like their brand or, so the the personality was law of my work wasn't in it maybe as much but mm. but i did try to push those skills at any possible time any uh corporations we would know or maybe know some of the campaigns and recognize anything of things that i put in my yeah. own my work into yeah he invented got milk <laughs> that was him the mustache <laughs> he part. designed that font yeah <laughs> uh I did some stuff for microsoft when they had a failed search engine early on oh yeah uh before Thing, I believe. That sounds it's a, familiar. They had it for a while. I did a bunch of web ads for them and would draw little things in the web ads. But then the then the product failed. I don't think. It, hopefully, it wasn't because of my ads. <laughs> I'm only just thinking here. of that now. <laughs> so. Anyway. so I'm taking a guess here again, looking at your uh, your yes. illustration that you showed us. You're a comic book guy. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I like comic books. Yeah. I I don't have any comic books that I have created. That's become its own kind of sub-genre. Yeah. There's a little bit of crossover, mm-hmm. but those the comic guys do their thing, and the illustrators do the other the other the stuff that the comics don't cover. I guess. Would you say illustrations a little closer to like a, a more like a fine art? Uh, I mean, it's like a more no- novelist is to journalist as like I'm f- taking someone else's ideas and turning it into a visual. Oh, like see. filling that gap. You didn't do very well on your SATs, did you? Not the math that was part. not the right yeah. analogy. Yeah. No? You were way off. No, you don't yeah. think? Uh, oh, yeah, there's that well, whole section. Well, you didn't section. give one, so. <laughs> I got to do the, the comparison part. It's an open-ended. Uh, yeah, I'm just <laughs> teasing. Pete was quiet for a while, so I decided to get be annoying to you. Someone's got to do it. Okay, so you're you're going to college. You went to Carnegie Mellon in I went uh, in, Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh for two years and then transferred out here to uh, California College of Arts now. Now, is that a legitimate school? It is absolutely a legitimate school. Now, what about this other one that owns the rest of the city? They are less, not as Aren't good. Aren't they having accreditation issues? I think... The difference is they. You, it's easier to get into that one. You just have to pay for pay, it. Pay, yeah, yeah. And the screening of the quality of the art for the students at California College of Arts is much higher. Yeah. So they, if you're not up to it, they're not going to let you go there. Oh. Well, so there you, you actually have to uh, proven that you are going to be an artist. So you're like the uh, big fish. When you you know when you're in high school and you're doing the art and, the, and your teachers see the stuff that you're doing, you've got other students with you that enjoy art and they're in the class with you. But the student, the, the teachers know, yeah, those kids are having their fun, but this guy's, you know, oh yeah, he's going to make the show. I was in rural Maryland, the, easily the big fish. Yeah. Yeah. So when you got into the school over here, oh, the, I have some classmates that are amazing, accomplished, much more accomplished than I am even right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Can what do you? Can you give me their number? Um, I, you know. yeah. 
All right. So just only been a couple of years now that you've been doing this where you didn't need to supplement it with uh Yeah, it's been you know, yeah, a couple of years. How was that transition? Um it was sort of abrupt because the company that I was working at They sold tickets for walking tours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well they were going to they were going to move their uh creative offices to Portland and so I got an ultimatum that either I move to Portland or I don't have this job anymore. So, so you like it here? Yeah. Oh, I love to hear that. A lot so, of people don't. I was wondering when I was getting background in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, so you came here initially for school then? Yes. Yeah. Have and, you stayed the whole time? And stayed. Never yeah. left. And yeah. you don't want to leave? No. If I have the choice, why would I go somewhere dreary, right? Sure. Sure. But yeah, my wife is from the South Bay. So oh, she's, she's from a, here. Right? Yeah, oh, she's okay. from here. Before we got married, that was, was like you're not planning on moving out back east, right? Because I'm not. I'm not going to do. <laughs> I that. won't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pete. This was strange too because I didn't. I didn't know you had a wife. I thought all English people just by the way they talk kind of swing for the other team. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's cool, Pete. We can edit that out. All right. Thanks a lot, Pete. There. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You know what happened here is when I was preparing for this, I had this linear procedural question yeah, you, thing and i thought we would build on it but we've bounced around a lot i'm ruining it is what you're saying no 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 no. i'm because i got another question for him. frankly nigel's ruining it but we're bouncing over we're learning a lot now why don't you ask him a question i would like him to describe so my chocolate <laughs> <laughs> i would like him to describe his favorite piece that he's ever made like why was it what was fun about it See, this is why I have other no, artists uh, to ask questions, because I wouldn't yeah, think that. Yeah, a multifaceted question. Not only I have to this one's come, up, come up with a fa- of my favorite, but yeah. I have to, to say why. And you uh, better be right. <laughs> yeah, you get to make up any stuff. I have, like, so many projects running in my head at any given time. Was, uh, that's, that's what happens. I think that's I impressive in its own right. That you have enough to not yeah, know? No, I think... No, uh, that he can... Not just obsess on one thing until it's done. That he can oh. be working on multiple projects at once. Have you ever had that problem? To where you o- just overfocus? Yeah, not not really. That's the opposite problem. It's hard to keep the focus long enough on hmm. one and want to move on to the next one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you can keep answering but the question. I just wanted yeah. to interrupt. Um, <laughs> what would be a good? I mean, uh, the my favorite pr- one, I'm sure, still hasn't happened yet. I'm always the next one is always awesome. Or, earlier this year, I did a fun one for Lagunitas Brewing Company. I, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that. that was really fun, just because they were cool to work with, and yeah. I got a lot of beer out of it. Oh yeah, awesome. they're my neighbors now. Oh yeah, you're up in Petaluma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like like when Lagunitas calls you, do they say they want you to give them a vision f- for whatever the thing is, or do they say we want this and you just draw it? Uh, very much the latter, where they have a list, include all of these items, but that's what I do. The illustration portion of it is taking what the client wants and making it a reality. Is they give it like a whole list. We need this and this and this and this, and as a list, it looks crazy and disjointed but my job is to make it coherent into one image so that could take us down a road that we could be talking for hours you know uh with when it comes to composition and and i guess inspiration um i kind of pull it back a little bit on this um this is gonna sound i really am interested i'm asking this question because i'm interested but i am curious real quick i don't mean to interrupt Whatever he asks you next, 
your answer is going to be Billy Joel. <laughs> if you say that, you have a new bestie forever. Okay, go on. No, my question was going to be with the different styles. Um, I was curious. Which of Billy Joel's styles do you like best? <laughs> uh, the, the, what do you think of his the earlier years? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking when you had said earlier, you know, you were paying the bills by you know working out in the in the uh, marketing. I thought of Andy Warhol. That's when he. That's how he was making. He's making also his from stuff. Pittsburgh, which I, I spent time there. So I was one, and that made me think. Oh, I wonder if how he feels about that type of pop art, and how he feels about modern art versus more of the classical stuff versus the. You already said you like Escher, so I'm assuming you really like the um, surrealism. Oh, yeah. So I'm curious what your, what are the museums that you go to, to in, in the things you want to see? Um, to be a hundred percent honest. No, no. I I need about seventy six percent honesty. Okay. Uh, I have to rethink the answer. Okay. Then. This, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not a huge art museum guy. No. I will admit, I get, I have a hard time understanding sometimes what they include, and and I always fell asleep during art history class. Oh yeah, it's, it's so boring, and, and some of that stuff is. <laughs> you know, yeah. those who don't learn from I mean, art history are doomed to repeat it. That's why he keeps drawing cans of soup. I prefer to go to the like a comic book store or something like that. Really? Yeah. And there's there's amazing artists in it. In That's a place true. Like that. And yeah. But it's the it's the context is less pretentious, maybe. And Are, I prefer to go on a on a mural tour than to go to a like a classical art museum or something. Yeah. But, Do you ever go down to like Presidio? Yeah. Did you see the uh, Hate Street Rat? Banksy's Hate Street Rat. That's the guy I was trying to think of. Yeah. Banksy. What do you think uh, of Banksy? Uh, concepts are awesome. Yeah, it's on a lot that in the context and the concept is often a lot of it. He makes good uh, statement. Yeah. But his art is is hack. Uh, it's simplistic. I like seeing a lot of energy and time spent in uh, stuff that makes me say, "Wow, I wish I could do that," or "Wow, that must have." Yeah. You see a Rembrandt, and you're you're. Yeah, Rembrandt's good. good. Yeah. yeah, I like uh, Dolly. We we're talking about surrealism. Yeah, and yeah. Escher. He's there's countless hours that have been put into that. Obviously, because yeah. it's so intricate and and uh, a lot of thought went into yeah. it. I'm not an artist, but that that had an influence on me when I learned, you know, with mechanical drawing, how to do three um, three point two point perspective, one point perspective, three oh, yeah. point perspective. The a lot of the stuff I did was was Escher. Well, it was on accident. My teacher would look at it and go, "Yeah, this this <laughs> doesn't work. Up. This this doesn't work in real life." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like Escher." But <laughs> you want to talk about me a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. That's why he drove over here. <laughs> Escher, I, I love Escher. And but now, did you know before he got into the surrealist stuff, he did like Renaissance things. He did wood carvings and did architecture. Um, I've got. I'll show you, my friend. This is enthralling radio. <laughs> this is look. I've got all sorts of avenues. You've I've got, got a, a whole folder media. There, I've got a whole. See this right here? That's an Escher. Oh yeah, that's uh, it's more like an architectural. Yeah, that uh, may not be an Escher. No. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a second. Oh, here we go. The Escher yeah. stuff. Okay, so you got the basic, you know, the the Mobius ants and all that kind of stuff here. Well, that's what everyone right. knows him for. Right, the surreal yeah. stuff. But that's an Escher. Okay, that just looks like a bridge. It's to a me. it's yeah. a sketch of a bridge, 
Um, I'm trying to get to the stuff that's there. The man is a horrible artist. That's actually a self-portrait right there. But uh, This is the kind of stuff, this is not the surreal. This is actually in Italy. He spent a lot of time in, I'm trying to remember which town it was in Italy. And he did these, is that what you call them, architectural? What, what, what do you guys call uh, this type of art? That is in Bababupi, you know, it's just it. Did you say Balbupi? I said it's Balbupi, Italy. <laughs> it's a cannoli. Yeah, it's this just is outside a, of cannoli. This is a castle that he did several. He not only did the outside of it, but I think I have, uh, he did the, the underpinning underneath, you know, with the buttresses that was kind of the basement. This is that castle on the inside. The moat actually was on the inside. So there's the surreal stuff. But yeah. then there's- well, You have to learn the rules before you can break them. That's so the thing. When I found out about that stuff, the way he did these things. So this is why I want to talk about me. Because- uh, I had an idea for, I'm really into theme parks. Okay. And I had an idea for, I'm only going to give you a little bit because Michael Eisner keeps stealing all my ideas, but yeah, there's a, much, a one much. portion of this, I was going to have a pavilion in this park for visual, there was going to be three pavilions. One was going to be for music, one was going to be for literature, and one would be for visual art. And within this pavilion, there'd be different dark rides and, and other other attractions. And the dark ride I wanted to have, the each one would have a signature, you know, like a flagship dark dark ride. The one I was going to do was going to be an Escher dark ride. And it was that castle that he did all that architecture from that would be the structure for it. And you'd get in that little moat, in a boat, and you'd go through all of these scenes that he did that was originally classical artistic. And slowly but surely, like you see back here when he did weirder the... weirder and weirder. It would get huh? weirder and weirder because you're on the water and you come by and there's, a, you know, the cathedral coming out of there. He did one with Notre Dame that was floating uh, or maybe that's Mount St. Michelle, but, you know, floating above the water and it would get more and more surreal as you took the ride. Huh? That's great. Okay. I like it. I don't, uh, the whole issue is that if that's a impossible architecture that... Would it would it be uh, structurally sound? Told you this guy was a hater. Yeah, I tell you what, man, you sound like all <laughs> those <issues>. bankers, <laughs> all those buzzkill building inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! You're right, Pete. Are you still there? I don't know where I am. <laughs> okay. What What do you expect from this guy, Pete? He's a British socialist. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? I, I'm, and this isn't my favorite thing of yours, but it's something I really dig. Well, no, I mean, he's got so much cool stuff. You really got to look at all of his stuff. It's fantastic. I was trying to ask him about it, but then we went on, <laughs> yeah. went on your computer for a while. <laughs> I want him to talk about the Alphabet Compendium. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. very excited about that. Yeah. I'm actually, the books are going to show up at my studio next week. So oh, wow. So they'll be ready to uh, start distributing. Fantastic. Um, which is very exciting. Uh, you want to tell everyone about what it is? It's this Alphabet book that I've been working on for over a year now and it's there's a, a drawing for every letter that has i'm averaging a hundred different items for each each letter and there's things that start with the letter all mushed together in one composition and it's they're all in in my sort of style and but it, it gets pretty esoteric a lot of weird things in order to get that many yeah. and there's there's thousands of things, like often an alphabet book will have a handful right, right. for each. Um, but this is uh, going obsessive compulsive uh, on that. And uh, there's even like keys in the back of the book that will like label every single object. Oh, really? But, yeah. It's got, it's, I spent a long time on it. It was my own personal project. I did a successful Kickstarter for it last year uh -huh. to help self publish it. 
and now the next phase is happening and I'll have to figure out how to get rid of all of them. So, I mean, there's a, a big chunk of them spoken for already from uh, the Kickstarter and from some pre-sales oh, and right, stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to sell them online and I'm going to find some local distributors who are going to stock them. Oh, great. I think I already have... Uh, I already have the Berkeley Art Museum on board, and I'm gonna get some uh, Academy of Sciences. Oh, that's and, fantastic! And like those uh, muse- art uh, museum stores, I think is yeah. the place I'm starting, and getting some other bookstores and places that stock. There's like a nice cross section of, of it's sort of for kids, but not necessarily. It's like a an art book slash alphabet book slash. Co- it's big as like a coffee table huh. thing. There's some where was where's Waldo kind of aspects he can find mm-hmm. to it, um, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, I'm doing some other work for the Academy of Sciences. It comes full circle from talking about the Claude earlier. Yeah, so yeah. I'm doing some uh, an illustration that they'll use for their marketing com- this next coming season oh, really? for the nightlife programs. Oh, that's so cool. hopefully oh, you'll yeah. see a uh, drawing from me around the city. Um, now speaking of around the city, you have any uh, murals you're working on right now, or any you've recently finished up that people can go um, see? I've been doing because I've moved to the East Bay. I have a one in Berkeley that I'm going to start next month, but in San Francisco, um, what would I say? You can find uh, there's a one on the side of Cathead's Barbecue over on Folsom and Eleventh. That's a large oh. public one. That's mine. That's actually not too far from here. That place is awesome too. For yeah. go get some uh, sandwich from there. I'm listening. I'm just yeah, watching well, they, this net. I told you they're one of the o- one of only two places in San Francisco that have a smoker on premises. Is the other place? Um, there was a barbecue place. Is that what was the other place you were thinking of? Um, you, What's the name? It's called Brothers. I, I'm spacing as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, well you can tell by late. looking at me that I, I only eat vegetarians. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we can wrap it up then, but is there, um, and by the way, we'll, we'll put links up on our site too for, you know, if you want to sell the book and everything and all of your yeah, stuff. Yeah, that would be awesome. Is there anything that, um, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but anything. Uh, number. <laughs> anything uh, new happen uh, in your yeah, life no, recently? My wife is calling me because uh, I, I'm shirking responsibilities as a new dad right now. Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I'm here, I'm out here. Uh, I have a. Eight day old son. Eight day old. No oh, way. That's the day for circumcision. <laughs> oh, we got it. You better get over there. Taken, <laughs> got it taken care of in the in the hospital. I oh, you didn't go. wait the eight days. All, all right. right. Well, it's just didn't... add trauma to trauma. I'm a <laughs> do it all poor, poor little guy. Yeah. Now you got to regain his trust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he had no idea. <laughs> he had just Everything come out. Terrible. They cut it up yeah. and they go, "There's no Santa Claus." <laughs> <laughs> Cats in the cradle. In the... <laughs> all right. Well, I did want to ask one more question. When you lived in the city, what neighborhood were you in? I lived in Soma for the ah. most part, over, uh, over near 6th Street on Natoma. That was mm-hmm. a fun spot. And yeah. Then, and then when I started dating my now wife, we moved over to 2nd Street. Still Soma, but but fancier. A little closer to the uh, to the South Beach people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a couple blocks north of the ballpark. Yeah. Which it's, it's changed so much. I feel I always feel like I, I lived there while it was still cool. Yeah. Now it's kind of... What uh, were the years you were there? I was there for like eight years, three years ago. It was a good pocket. Before, that. It there's just so much... They changed so, all of the parking lots into high-rises right, since yeah. then. 
And uh, it's okay; they'll be coming down soon. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> kind of scary. Yeah. They're just fall leaning, and yeah, down, falling yeah. down. And, oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Forrest, you lean against me, I'll lean right back up against you. <laughs> All right. Well, then, did you have any spots that you could recommend to our listener? You know, for uh, things you like to do when you lived in the, uh, we'll call it the Soma South Beach area. Yeah. I was just this past week, there was the Merrigan Sub Shop, which was there for a while. They had a big painting of mine that they closed. Oh. And I looked, they had an awesome meatball sub, but I, that's, a, that's a, a void recommendation at this point. Yeah, an idle, a uh, real recommendation. Um, you don't have to. Really. I just like to do not that because. Really. No, well, that's it comes full circle with the finding spots in San Francisco and the tour. It makes perfect sense why you would ask. Well, yeah, plus it's also a good way to exit because you're one of the... When you're walking down the street, they're the people that you meet each day. Got it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Should be clapping at the end of that. Woo! Well, okay, now here's the thing. Remember, we're we're still getting rid of the rust, so please forgive the unprofessionalism. But I want you so bad. No, wait a minute, no. That was wrong. (laughs) No, but um, are we friends? Yeah, at this, uh, we've been through some, we some have. stuff together <laughs> okay. at this point. So, because I'd like can, to have... Can, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, he's still there. Can, hang on one second. Hang on. <laughs> um, so, from one talented person to another, I just want to say I feel like I've been phoning it in uh, for a lot of this episode, <laughs> and I'm sorry for that. Um, so, you know, just let me know if there's a way. I, I would like to call uh, a truce. I think America <laughs> and England can get together on at least one thing. Uh, on you and I having peace right now. Okay. Tell him no. Tell him no. Uh, share a scone and some jam. And, uh, <laughs> raise, raise a tepid pint. <laughs> yeah. You go check with Parliament and get back to me. All right. Okay. Hey, Pete, do you have anything? Thanks, Pete. you have anything you want me to um, push uh, on the way out here? Yes. On November 11th, I'm going to be playing over in Walnut Creek, at Ace of the World Market, which is over on Harvey Drive by the Pleasant Hill Park Station, 5 o'clock and 9 o'clock uh-huh. uh, with the food trucks. And then on the 16th, I'll be uh, performing twice at a big, big hip-hop night CD release for my friend uh, What's Real. I've got two songs that I'm going to be singing. So that'll be 16th of November uh, at Elbow Room in the Mission. At Elbow Room, okay. And like me on Facebook, obviously, for more. Yes, sir. Okay. And, uh, Nigel, uh, anything you want me to, on the way out here, make sure to push? Um, I've, I guess look out for the Alphabet Compendium okay. is really the, the biggest thing that I can uh, tell people about right now. All right. Well, we will, and we'll continue to. KS? What? Anything? <laughs> Am I doing anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in my home office <laughs> working okay. until I die. <laughs> Well then, bunch of artists. Real definition of work. <laughs> Why don't we call it an evening? I left my heart. We gotta wait for him to say San Francisco. It's kind of a thing. So we want to say thank you to the throng. Thank you for you. It's been a long night. Thank you for being here, throng. Throng made us dinner. And, and also the listening throng. Remember, Patreon. 
some big stuff's coming out there so if you go to uh, Patreon check out the campaign and if you want to donate that's great if not you don't have to but we just want to let you know it's out there uh, but if you could tell two friends about it it would be very helpful for us so please tell your friends about the podcast and if you're listening uh, on iTunes or at the po- uh, at skmorton.com please give us a review and uh, give us five stars not four I won't accept it uh, give us a high thumbs up on Stitcher. You can friend and follow us at SK Morton on Facebook. You can like the SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Walking Tour page. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SK Morton Funny. You can email at SK Morton Podcast at Gmail. Please remember to do the Amazon button. Go there when you're shopping at Amazon. Nigel, remember that? At Nigel Sussman's Alphabet Compendium. It's coming out next week. We'll have a link on our uh, website. You and we'll also go to alphabetcompendium.com. You can for more do that. Alphabetcompendium.com. And Pete's upcoming gigs of November 11th at Walnut Creek, the World Market, and the 16th, What's Real's CD release party at the Elbow Room. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Here we go, professional podcasting. I, I might have some interesting or uninteresting things to say. Fact check, nothing. Just accept it. See, you got to know your nemesis for sure. Go Raiders. You cut off his head, take a sewl. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. What? I just wanted to say, I feel like I've been phoning it in. I tuned out a little bit. I don't know what it was, but I'm sure it wasn't funny.